0: We've talked a little bit of swimming this week, and we had the Nationals a couple of weeks ago up here in Auckland, the New Zealand Nationals, and we had the Age Group Nationals in Hawke's Bay in the weekend just gone. We have the World Champs coming up in July, so I thought it was a good time to get an expert on, to have a little bit of chat about uh, our up-and-coming swimmers, our swimmers that are doing well, and uh, how we're looking ahead of the World Champs. So joining us now on the show, he is the Olympic uh, Programme Lead, and that is Gary Francis out of Swimming New Zealand. G'day, Gary.
1: Good Sam. Thanks for thanks for inviting me on. It's always nice to be able to share share swimming with everybody. So thank you.
0: Absolutely. So just before we talk about the age group champs that were on over the weekend, we had the nationals up in Auckland a couple of weeks ago. Just for our listeners who might not have been across all of the results, can you give us a couple of the of the standout performances?
1: Yeah. Overall, it was really successful nationals in terms of um, um, getting swimmers on our on our world championships team. Uh, we ended up with uh, a team of sixteen. Um, the 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 standout swimmer last week at the championships was was erica fairweather um we, we know that she's been you know she's been getting better and better every year she was world junior champion in 2019 did a good job um, in her first olympics in tokyo uh, but i think this year we, we've really seen a breakthrough um, some tremendous swimming 200 400 and 800 freestyle all those times uh, put her right you know right at the top end of the world rankings
0: Plenty of uh, performances, quite like you mentioned, qualified the swimmers for the world champs this time in Japan in July. Some of the times posted uh, in the pool up in Auckland very impressive. But how hard is it, Gary, to replicate that on the international stage for these swimmers?
1: Yeah, it's all, that's always the big deal, isn't it, Sam? Um, we, we're, our guys are actually learning how to do that. Um, we've now, if we look at that team, that world championships team, it, it's it's now becoming a re- relatively experienced team. Um, got three or four of those swimmers that were at the, uh, the Tokyo Olympics, um, a few others that were at the World Championships as far back as 2019, and there are three members of their 2019 Junior World Championships team, Erica, um, Michael Pickett, um, and Luan Grobola on this, this current uh, World Championships team. So they've, they've been gaining experience over the years. They're, they're getting a lot better at being able to step up onto the big stage and feel that they belong. Uh, and they're starting to get better at being consistent in in swimming in the heats uh, to make the uh, to make the semifinals and the finals so yeah it's it's always the big question but we're getting better at it there's no doubt about that we are getting better at it. we just got to keep keep you know keep practicing it keep mm. competing it mm. getting. Up there
0: something I wanted to ask you about Gary and, and um, I am very interested to you know to get someone's expertise on it because um, something that I've noticed uh, Erica Ferrier they're a good example you know 19 year old on the cusp of breaking four minutes in the 400 sixth fastest 400 meter freestyle time of all time probably a time that would have put her close to an Olympic medal in any games but then we, we see a 16 year old out of Canada summer McIntosh, breaking four minutes and the world record so it, it must be it must be a real challenge no doubt we're getting quicker in the pool but it seems like the rest of the world is also getting picked. A, a quicker as well. How much of a challenge is it for you and the rest of the coaches to make sure that not only are we improving, but we're improving at a rate that's, I guess, ahead of of what we're seeing around the rest of the world.
1: Yeah, well, world swimming never stops, does it? It never stops getting better. And you know, every time you feel that you're you're closing a gap or you're making improvements, the rest of the world just keeps moving on. Um, one of the things that we're seeing, we we saw it last year. With with Summer Macintosh um, at the World Championships last year, and even more so this year, as she's absolutely set everything on fire. But also with um, uh, the Romanian boy um, David Popovici, who is only just eighteen, he's now the world record holder in the hundred and, uh, and, and you know two hundred metres, the best swimmer in the world. Um, young young athletes can still dominate in swimming, mm. um, and now we have the unlike 20 or 30 years ago where we still still saw the outstanding swimmers coming through in their teenage years. Now they have the resources, they have the, the support both scientifically, financially um, to be able to carry on for a long while. So um, someone MacIntosh is here to stay um, and she's now you know going to be one of the, the main obstacles to, for Erica Fairweather. Uh, for at least the next, you know, the next four or five years, or maybe longer than that. So, it, it, it's which you just got to keep moving on. Um, the, for us, it was always about closing the gap, and could we close the gap faster than than the rest of the world was pushing the gap away? Mm. Um, and we are in some areas, and in some areas we're not. And we just got to keep working on that and looking at why we why we're not doing it, where we're where we're struggling, and look to where we are doing it, and can we take you know can we take a uh, the information that we're getting from the swimmers who or, or, and the events where we are closing the gap uh, considerably, or where we're in a couple of areas where we're right in it, um, and, and try and put that in, in into place where we're we're still behind. You know, a couple of our events, and men's men men's and women's butterfly is still uh, not really on par. Um, we, we're making uh, some good gains with our women's breaststroke. We've got a couple of really good young breaststrokers that are birthed through this year and a couple of others just, just bubbling underneath. But they're two areas which we've still got a lot of work to do.
0: Mm. It's fascinating, isn't it? Because in a lot of sports, um, that sort of peak age for athletes is, I guess, mid to late 20s. Um, you know, the experienced athletes can sometimes hit it at around 30. But you, you mentioned there that the swimming really is getting these superstars in those teenage years. They've always had it, but it just seems more so nowadays. Do you think the, I guess, the peak um, for swimmers is, is that that average age is coming down a little bit Gary are we, are we starting to see swimmers peak a little bit early than, than what we have in the past
1: well um, the data and the statistics will will tell us the opposite Sam. it will say that they're, they're, they're getting they're actually getting older but I think um, as I just said that what happens is now is that they're able to stay in the sport longer so swimmers are reaching the highest levels and they're staying a lot longer we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of the top swimmers are uh, Closing in, or even past thirty now. Um, that just never happened before. But with more money in the sport, they're able to make a living and to be able to carry on training. Um, um, that, that they're able to do that. So it's a little, it's it's kind of misleading. Um, I think, I think what we'll always see is the real superstars, the real standouts. Uh, they come along early. You know, you look back at the the, 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 the sports and the and the felt and and and. And Ledecky, mm. they they were at the top of their top of the sport, very very at very young ages, and they've stayed there. And they are the absolute outstanding athletes of their particular generations or their particular uh, events that they specialise in. Summer McIntosh is another one of those generational athletes, as is David Popovic. Um, we're really lucky that we've got two really really good, world class swimmers in Lewis Clerburt and Erica Fairweather. And, again, they, they, they appeared on the scene fairly young. I think that it's difficult. I don't want to compare them to, you know, some of the names that I've just mentioned. But for our guys, they, they've got to keep working really hard to stay with those uh, those top stars and um, and take their opportunity when it arises, you know. Mm.
0: Let's talk a lot, uh, about some of the, uh, the up-and-comers, the next wave coming through. Um, because as I said the times are getting quicker and those coming through are the next generation the age group nationals took place in Hawkes Bay over the weekend who are, who are the some of the standouts uh, down there in Hawkes Bay
1: um, we, we saw um, we saw first of all at, at the at the national championships uh, uh, monique uh, wererizowski from, um, from New Plymouth um, she's only 15 uh, she's a brushstroker so for us that's that makes her doubly precious Um <laughs> And um, she's swimming really, really fast. Uh, she swam um, a 50 meter breaststroke um, at the, world, at the uh, national championships, broke the national record, and then improved it again at the uh, national age group championships. And it's a time that is uh, we'll, we'll put her in in the mix at the senior world. Should she go, um, and certainly will be very, very competitive at junior worlds. But um, more importantly, um, is, is Looking at that long-term development of that athlete, um, we've we worked really hard with um, Lars humor down in Dunedin to make sure that Erica Fairweather was brought along at the, you know, at the right pace with the right level of expectation. Mm. We've got to do the same with Monique, and more importantly, we we really need to develop a 100-meter breaststroke, which she also broke the New Zealand record in um, at the national championships. Uh, but that record is a um, is a long way behind. Where we want it to be in the, in the context of the world swimming, um, and that really is the, is the future for her. Um, and her she has a young coach, Mario Mariano Nani, um, who is doing a fantastic job with her. Um, he's a young coach who's willing to listen, and um, he's got some great mentors. Uh, the uh, the coach that used to uh, that recently retired in New Plymouth he took, took over the the club. with uh, was Sue Southgate, who many you know many people know as produced Olympian after Olympian hmm. um, over the last 20 years. Um, and um, he, he listens to her. Uh, he listens to Donna Buzade, who also works with Sue and, and Sue's partner. And, and and he's also really willing to listen and work with us at Swimming New Zealand. So um, it's as much about bringing Monique through and her coach uh, to make sure that uh, uh, that she can hit those, you know, her potential. Wow, I'm not even sure where it is yet. I don't really want to get too carried away, but <laughs> it's... It, huge. Mm. Uh, she was she was definitely the outstanding uh, performer at NAGS, but there were a couple of other really good swims. Um, Finn Harland is a, a young lad who swims with Gary Hollywood down in um, in Wellington, um, and Finn qualified for the World Juniors in, in the backstroke. Um, and Finn, although he qualified in the backstroke, Finn is a good all-round swimmer, uh, and uh, he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Um, he trains really well. Um, and he's another one that we, we you know, we'll, we'll be working hard with um, to try and see if we can bring him through. Um, altogether, we've got uh, we've got six swimmers going to the World Junior Championships. Um, and, um, and and it, what is good is that they're not all at the top end of the age group. Um, Milan Glintmeyer is a is a young uh, she's a, I think she's just 15 um, again and from the Manor two, um, and she'll be swimming. Uh, in the butterfly, there. Uh, sorry, in the backstroke, but her butterfly is also very good. Um, Summer Osborne is is just 18, and she came off of the national championships, having qualified for our 4x2 relay, which of course is our our big relay focus for the Olympic Games. We, we have high hopes that we can get that women's 4x2 into the Olympic final, um, and uh, she went and bettered her PB at, uh, at Nags. And qualify for the World Juniors, so that was a that was a really good sign that a swimmer, young swimmer, can bounce back from a, a good national championships and carry it on through, through next. Mm. Um, uh,
0: it must. Yeah, great yeah, so, I mean, it must be, um, obviously, it's very, very difficult for a young age group swimmer to qualify for the, the senior world champs. But if they do, for you guys, you obviously have to make a call as to whether you send them to the junior world champs versus the senior world champs. And I imagine, like you just said before, that is about making sure that you're not sort of thrusting them into that spotlight too early. Is that right? Yeah, it's um,
1: it's also, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a massive balancing act, isn't it? We, we've got to look at the... Uh, what their training history is like, as well, um, how long they've been—you know—they've been performing at, at the, the age group, you know, at the level at their age group that they have, and some of them are just bursting through. Um, what their training situation is in terms of how much full time they get, what could be, you know, realistically expected in the short term. Um, but also, um, we we we're very conscious that um, there will be period of time in the future for Monique, for example, where the rate of progress is is going to slow down. She is going to, you know, plateau for a period of time. And in the past, these have been the the real vulnerable periods of time for for our young stars. They've, you know, they've come through. They've been outstanding. The level of expectation has has risen um, amongst the swimming community, amongst the, the media, Um, and then they hit that plateau, which happens with nearly all of them, uh, and they struggle to deal with it. So that's why it's really important to make sure that we make the right choices. And I think, in Monique's case, we probably won't send her to the World Championships this year. Um, She'll probably go and do the World Juniors, Mm. and probably ease her into the senior team at our next World Championships, because we've got another World very close afterwards in February, um, which has never happened before, but uh, in the same year as the Olympic Games. So um, that that's that will be the plan for for the meet
0: we've got, um, like just talking to you here, we've got some great young talent Um, it's definitely exciting and and to see how they're going to perform on the world stage both at world champs and obviously at the Olympic Games we had uh, someone on with uh, Ian Smith on our morning show here a couple of days ago just talking about participation numbers and saying that you know, swimming is struggling a little bit at at those sort of lower levels for participation so yeah, is that that a real challenge as well, is just sort of you know, we've got so many options now for kids and sport and what they get into but New Zealand's always been a, a, a country, you know, that prides itself on being around the water and everyone swimming over summer etc so how do you convert even though it's it's great having these these um, young swimmers getting great times how do we convert it into into increased participation as well
1: yeah I think it's a, it's a combination I think one the more success that we get uh, and the more profile that we get with our, 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 top, uh, our top performers especially as uh, many of them are extremely marketable right now and they're really good young people and that you know and and the, they 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 really um, do a great job of promoting the sport. I think that helps obviously yeah, but more importantly, I think it's the the way that we we're looking at structuring our our development and and our participation um, we're looking to make it a lot easier for for kids to just be in the water and having a lot of fun um, you know, a swim training when you start to get serious is, is 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 tough, and as we've just spoken about, you know, swimmers appear at high levels uh, young, mm. but for for the majority, it's about making it real fun. We uh, Dale Johnson, who's our head of participation, uh, has spent a lot of time um, working with uh, the, the regions around the country and with individual clubs and coaches about developing. More exciting ways to compete, and so we get people out just racing and having fun without it being too much on it. Um, coaches have certainly changed the way that they they work with the youngest athletes now, and we've changed our whole um, age group system so that uh, we're not expecting young young kids to be competing at our national championships at real young ages. They come in at thirteen uh, and before that, you know, they don't race at our national age group level um, and working with um, Sport New Zealand um, on their Balance is Better program trying to get people to understand about how they you know how they can do that how they can mix things up and enjoy a lot of sports i think that swimming is just part of that whole group of traditional sports that is looking at ways to um, recapture their audience yeah. And, and yeah um, we, you know it's it's a, it's something that we are doing all the time, it, regardless of my role and what I get off get up to, um, our whole emphasis all the time is how can we grow our numbers? How can we make our sport more exciting? You know, um, what are the what are the participa- mass participation events that we can really promote, like our open water stuff, and things like that? So, uh, yeah, look. Having said that, it's a real struggle because there's a lot of real sexy, ex- exciting things for kids to do out there doesn't involve swimming
0: up and down the black line again. <laughs> yeah, and you're spot on. A lot of a lot of sports really grappling with it at the moment. Just before I let you go, Gary, we do have uh the world champs uh, up in Japan in a couple of months time. Uh who can we sort of expect to uh, you know challenge for for the podium and, and get a result for us in uh in July? Well I think we you
1: know we've already mentioned um, our, our our main our main two athletes, um, Lewis Lewis Clever and Erica Fairweather. Lewis will be uh, swimming in his main event, the 400 IM, and, and and his, his his what do you call them his, uh, his events that he keeps in his back pocket, which is the 200 IM and the 200 Butterfly. Uh, Erica will be uh, going hard out in the 2, 4, and 800 freestyle. Um, the 800 is still a very new event for her, but uh, she's making massive progress in it. She won a silver medal in the, uh, the World Short Course in December, so um, she's you know she's getting more confident in that. Uh, Eve Thomas uh, also swims in the uh, 4, 8, and 1,500. Um, and um, she'll be looking to try and make the finals in at least one of those events. I would hope. Uh, our women's 4 by 2 we've, we've got big hopes on that. Um, and then we've got a few uh, of our swimmers who are just bubbling under. We've got Andrew Jeff who's qualified in all the backstroke events. He's really, really worked hard and he has a really great approach to his racing that every single race that he swims now, he treats it as if it's a qualifying opportunity uh, for a final. So there are no soft swims at any part of the season for Andrew. I think that's really going to help him, uh, when it comes to qualifying, uh, in the mornings at the world champs. Um, and then we've got Michael Pickett, uh, who's been around for a long time, but people forget that he's actually only 20 years old. First onto the scene as a 16 year old, really, really unusual in uh, his event, the 50 freestyle, which is one of those events, which is usually dominated by the older guys. Um, well, he's only 20 now, but he broke the New Zealand record twice at the national championships. He's just moved to a new training program. He trains in Australia. He has done since he was 15. Um, and he's just moved to a new program which specializes in 50-meter sprinting. Uh, and I really think that he will uh, – I'm hoping he'll be the first New Zealander under run the 22 seconds in the 53 the us. Wow. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a big event for us. It's our biggest thing for a long time. We're competing in uh, 35, 34 events at the championships, uh, and there's only um, 40, uh, you know, about 45 events at the championships. So we've got a real busy program, uh, and we're competitive in most of those
0: events. That is awesome, mate. Very, very exciting times ahead. Can't wait to follow all these youngsters through um, with an eye on the world champs and, and of course, uh, Olympic Games in a couple of years' time. Uh, really appreciate you jumping on with us, uh, Gary. I know you're a busy man, uh, so thanks heaps, and uh, and we'll catch up again soon
1: great to be on Sam, thank you very much and uh, hope to speak to you all again soon with some uh, good news about the world for the World Juniors.
0: Certainly Gary, thanks heaps for coming on. Gary Francis there, the uh, Olympic program leader uh, for Swimming New Zealand.